Hey, we're all looking to save, especially on medical bills, but where do you start? Now, unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings, well, it can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and they flag errors like overbilling or wrong codes and fraud. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, saving starts with knowing where to look. Go to their website. It's HealthLock.com today before you see any other healthcare provider. Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, of now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. Now, as you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Now, you can get unlimited talk and text, plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, make the switch today. Save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Hey, warmer days remind us of fond summer memories. Now you can make those moments year-round with a Michael Phelps swim spa by our friends at Master Spas, and that combines the leisure of a hot tub with the exercise benefits of a pool. Now Master Spas technology is incredible with LED lighting, beautiful waterfalls, and those super powerful water jets installed in just one day. You're going to love it. Proudly made in America. Use the promo code Hannity in the upper right-hand corner. That's masterspas.com for up to $1,000 off. You can exercise, relax, recover with the only hot tub and swim spa brand I trust, masterspas.com. It does reduce inflation. 40% of inflation is fueled by fossil fuels. No new taxes on families families making more than, uh, excuse me, no new taxes on families making less than $400,000 or under. The inflation data in July was 0.0, 0.0. So we are seeing uh, inflation decrease. That people have every single day. Inflation is like a theoretical word that economists use. Freedom is back in style. Welcome to the revolution. Yeah, we're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song. Sean Hannity. The new, the new Sean Hannity Show. More behind-the-scenes information on breaking news. And more bold, inspired solutions for America. This is a special edition of the Sean Hannity Show. America trapped behind enemy lines. Day number 369. All right, day 369. It actually was one year ago today, August 18, 2021, three days after the Taliban seized the capital of Kabul and forced the U.S. embassy to evacuate. Um, Biden telling Georgie Stephanopoulos the U.S. military would stay in Afghanistan until all Americans and Afghan allies were evacuated. Are you if committed to American making sure that the left? troops stay until every American who wants to be out yes. is out? Yes. So Americans should understand that troops might have to be there beyond August 31st. No, Americans should understand that we're going to try to get it done before August 31st. But if we don't, the troops if, will if stay. If we don't, we'll determine at the time who's left. And... And if there are American force, if there's American citizens left, we're going to stay till we get them all out. Oh, are you committed to making sure that the troops stay until every American who wants to be out is out? Yes, Biden responds. The commitment holds to get everyone out. In fact, we can get everyone out that should come out. Yeah. Well, guess what happened? 
a congressional investigation has come out about this, and it turns out, according to this this investigation by House and Repu- Republicans, uh, more than a thousand Americans were abandoned by Joe in Afghanistan, and we know because since that time. Uh, you know, Joe Biden's handpicked ambassador to Afghanistan decided to take a two month vacation just as Taliban forces began to conquer the country. Anyway, in a two page summary of Congressman Michael McCall's 115 page report, Republicans on the panel noted the White House repeatedly said about 100 Americans were left behind after the last U.S. troops departed Kabul on August 31st, 2021. However, they added the State Department has evacuated more than 800 U.S. citizens since that date. In addition, outside veterans groups have evacuated several more hundred, meaning well over a thousand Americans abandoned in the country. And even Winken Blinken admits today that there are hundreds of Americans there. And we're not even talking about the thousands with green cards. They just lie through their teeth. That's what they're good at. That's what they do. Um Got to give a tip of the hat uh, to to Governor Ron DeSantis today. Uh, they just found, in fact, voter fraud that went on inside of uh, what the state of Florida. We'll get to that in a minute. We'll tell you more about that. And anyway, so but I want to first start with the news of the day. There was this hearing today, this Florida magistrate, the one that was not approved by the Senate but just the magistrate that was used by Merrick Garland who authorized going to this particular judge who on social media trashing is there trashing Donald Trump, who even recused himself from a case previously involving Donald Trump and a guy that donated to Barack Obama. Anyway, he has ordered now the Department of Justice to redact portions of the Mar-a-Lago raid affidavit that it believes would compromise their investigation and release the unredacted version. Now, this seems like it would give, you know, the lie to Biden's DOJ's claim that releasing any information from the affidavit would compromise their investigation. Because if you go back, I mean, they were they were fighting tooth and nail about not releasing anything. They filed the motion on Monday and said if disclosed, the affidavit will serve as a roadmap to the government's ongoing investigation, providing specific details about its direction and likely course in a manner that is highly likely to compromise future investigative steps, according to the DOJ. They don't want the affidavit released. The affidavit is what did they present to this biased judge that he signed off on to allow the raid of a former president's residence? And the fact that this investigation implicates highly classified materials further underscored the need to protect the integrity of the investigation, exacerbating the potential for harm if information is disclosed to the public prematurely or improperly. The DOJ filing goes on to say the investigation pertains to national security and releasing the affidavit could interfere with their efforts to secure cooperation of interviewed witnesses. So this is getting fairly interesting. So now... Ruling from the bench, the judge that donates to Obama hates Trump and had previously recused himself in a Trump case. He actually said there are portions of the affidavit that could presumptively be unsealed. Whether those portions would be meaningful for the public or the media, he added, was not for him to decide. So his decision struck a middle ground, if you will, between the Justice Department, which wanted to keep the entire affidavit under wraps, and their investigation into President Trump's handling of classified documents to continue. 
and news organizations that requested it be released. So he's between a rock and a hard place. So what he really came up with is a way that, okay, you guys take out what you want to take out and then release the rest to the American people. Uh, That's not how it should be done, because, you know, the Department of Justice is going to think almost everything in the affidavit is is worth worthy of redaction. So they're not going to give us anything out of this. The judge, he should be the one. He's the one that signed this this order. He should be the one that does the redacting. Now, you can do it in consultation with both sides, but that's what should happen. Anyway, 800-941-SEAN. Other Trump news, the witch hunts never stop. So you have this Trump uh, chief financial officer admitting to, oh, 15 felonies. It's related to $1.7 million in perks that he didn't file on his taxes. All right, process crime. By the way, I tell everybody, pay your taxes. They're after you. Now they're going to have 87,000 more agents, so you're all going to get the Hannity treatment. Get ready. It's not fun. Make sure you dot every I, cross every T. In my case, I hired not one but two accounting firms and a law firm to go over it independently and then, you know, give me the okay and the sign-off to say okay. And then I'll get at least five calls in in the course of the process. Well, you you can definitely, you know, this is legal. You, so it's a definite deduction. And uh, but they may question it. And I usually say pay it because if I don't pay them, I'm going to be paying the lawyers and wasting my time anyway. So he'll get five months in jail uh, at Rikers, it looks like, and five years probation. Uh, They're trying to say that he flipped. And yet there is absolutely nothing that indicates in any way, shape, matter or form. As a matter of fact, just the opposite. He's not going to be testifying against Donald Trump the way they wanted him to. And that's what they were saying. It has to do with, I guess, company cars, a company apartment, and monies that were given to the guys so his grandkids could go to school. And in New York, if you send your kid to school, it basically means you have to be a wealthy millionaire. It's ridiculous. The prices and the competition to get into private schools in New York, I've never seen anything like it. I mean, you're you're literally preparing your three, four-year-olds for interviews uh, to get into nursery school. That's how sick it gets in New York. It's insane. Um, but I'm sure they, they will try to make a bigger deal of this than, than it is and try to bring in the family. But it's not it doesn't really matter. Um, by the way, President Trump sharing a social media, uh, his declassification memorandum about, quote, materials related to FBI's crossfire hurricane investigation. So apparently he put that out today now that's interesting because that probably you know there has been a couple of theories out there that maybe the fbi wanted to get some of those materials and say that they weren't declassified this this is going to get interesting it's not going to go down exactly the way the doj thinks it's going to go down they did not expect all the negative pushback that they got on this raid of a former president I'm telling you, they didn't expect it. And it took them days to get their footing, and that's when they leaked to the Washington Post. It might have to do with nuclear something, something nuclear, to scare everybody, to to create some form of justification for a raid of a former president's home, which had never happened before. Um, so they're beginning now also to leak more and more so that they can get a better track, get better traction on on public opinion regarding this. And according to the Biden DOJ, the American people can't be told under any circumstances about any evidence 
that they're claiming justified the raid of the president's home at Mar-a-Lago. We're not even allowed to know what crime the president's being accused of. Just this broad, sweeping espionage act from 1917 with specific, and we've gone over all the specific uh, clauses that they cited in their warrant. Now, meanwhile, the FBI investigators, along with their super secret bosses at the DOJ, you know, oh, uh, they, they said, Merrick Garland said that they, I'll do our talking and our filings in a court of law. Well, it seems like they're leaking like a sieve. We now have had that Trump was hiding nuclear secrets leak. That went to the Washington Post. That was also leaked to uh, Newsweek. Officials have direct knowledge of the FBI's deliberations were granted anonymity in order to discuss sensitive matters. This is exactly what they did during the whole Trump-Russia collusion lie. We've had the, you know, Trump is lying about his passports being stolen. Nora O'Donnell, fake news, CBS. That turned out to be completely wrong, and they had to return the president's uh, passports. Then we had, you know, Merrick Garland didn't approve the raid claim again to Newsweek, leaked by a senior Justice Department source. Nobody ever gives their name. You know what that means? That's them leaking so that they get, they, they're running a PR campaign to justify what they did. So secret sources, anonymous sources, unnamed sources, it's all a game that they're playing. NBC News say more than a week after they searched the president's Florida residence, FBI agents are still sifting through the seized documents. Two law enforcement officials briefed on the matter told NBC News. I thought Merrick Garland was going to do all his talking in court. The FBI's filter team a group of agents independent of the overall investigation is tasked with separating out documents that are covered by attorney-client privilege and material deemed not relevant to the probe. Records deemed relevant are turned into investigating turned over to investigating agents, while those that are not relevant will be returned to President Trump. The officials who spoke to NBC News said it was the filter team that determined that Trump's passports, which he claimed the agents stole during the search, were considered not relevant and returned them to him. I mean, what is their justification? Because they're going to make one up at the end of the day. In an August 17th, that's yesterday, letter to the FBI Director Christopher Wray, Senator Charles Grassley demanded an accounting for the alleged political bias influencing all these high-level investigations, particularly out of the FBI's Washington, D.C. office. Starting in May 31st of 2022, I have written three letters to you regarding political bias that has infected the FBI's Washington field office. He said two of those letters provided specific credible allegations based on numerous whistleblowers that have approached my office with information that one can only conclude is indicative of a deeply rooted political infection that is spread to investigative activity into former President Trump and Hunter Biden. Then Grassley goes on to claim that the FBI approved investigative activity into the Trump campaign with questionable predication while choosing to shut down investigative activity and sources, which included verified and verifiable information related to Hunter Biden. And by the way, that would include the big guy, Joe Biden. In a July 18th letter to Ray, the attorney and attorney general Merrick Garland, Grassley said FBI whistleblowers allege a pattern of political bias from high-ranking officials, including the assistant special agents in charge, and he names the person. According to Grassley, the whistleblowers say the DOJ and FBI employees must follow strict, substantial, factual 
predication guidelines in order to open an investigation and that, in fact, they did not follow these guidelines. Grassley said the whistleblower had indicated that this guy, along with others who serve in the election crimes branch of the DOJ Public Integrity Section, were at the center of an ongoing investigation into Trump's campaign. And Grassley wrote that he has previously investigated them for misconduct. And Grassley is seeking a comprehensive organizational breakdown of the Washington field office to see how it is staffed, who's responsible for the units. That's the real interesting question. Because we already know the FBI has been weaponized and politicized by the upper echelon. You know, using Hillary's dirty dossier, lying to FISA courts, the stuff that everyone got away with. You know, we won't let that happen. We're going to stop him, a presidential candidate. We have an insurance policy. Sound familiar? Hey, with each mortgage-free home, our friends at the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, they deliver on their promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices America's heroes have made for us, people that risk their lives for our country, our communities. They all need our help. Now, that's Gold Star and fallen first responder families with young kids, our nation's most catastrophically injured first responders and vets, and even our homeless service members. Now, U.S. Marine Corps Corporal Christopher Greer was a firefighter and an EMT in Ashland City, Tennessee, when he was deployed to Afghanistan. He was 25 years old, and he gave his life serving this great country of ours. Corporal Greer was survived by his wife, Stacy, their two children, and Tunnel to Towers paid off the Greer's family mortgage. All of this is only possible because of our generosity and support we're talking about two Starbucks a month, $11 a month. If we all give that much money, we can take care of every Gold Star family, every fallen responder, every severely injured, either troop or first responder. Now go to their website, the letter T, the number two, the letter T.org, the letter T, number two, letter T.org. Six hundred seventy-five stations all across America, and we can't thank you enough for being here every day to make that possible. possible. You're on the Sean Hannity Show. All right, as we roll along, eight hundred nine four one Sean. Our number. Uh, a majority of voters agree Joe Biden is using the FBI quote as his personal Gestapo. Not my words. I'm reading from the Washington Examiner. This is uh, a poll from Rasmussen. A lot of polls I don't trust. Rasmussen does a pretty good job. Anyway, the FBI raid on Mar-a-Lago um, is now, has now increased the percentage who believe that President Joe Biden is using the G-men, FBI agents, as his personal Gestapo. That's the latest Rasmussen report survey. 53% of likely voters agreed, quote, there is a group of politicized thugs at the top of the FBI that are using the FBI as Joe's personal Gestapo. Well, now I do want to make a point here. There are so many good people in law enforcement. Don't become like the left. If there's one bad apple cop, you don't, you know, defund and dismantle police departments. We know how that ends badly. It's the same with the FBI. Find the bad apples, those that abuse power, and set maybe this time hold them accountable because they didn't do it with the Russia collusion conspiracy theory hoax. Holding them up. 
accountable. Sean gets the answers no one else does. America deserves to know the truth about Congress. I 25 to the top of the hour. So I just mentioned the Rasmussen poll uh, after the FBI raid on Mar-a-Lago. It has increased the percentage of people, according to Rasmussen, that believe Joe Biden is using the G-men as his, quote, personal Gestapo. Look, I wouldn't I personally wouldn't use that term. However, and there's a lot of nuance to this and you've, you've got to pay attention. You know, one of the things that I, I cannot stand about the left is they use their broad, sweeping generalizations. Every election year, Republicans, racist, sexist, homophobic, xenophobic, Islamophobic, now transphobic, dirty air, water, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So, or, you know, all the attacks, we got to defund the police because we had one bad cop in the case of George Floyd. And, and look at what the ramifications have been. Defund, dismantle, no bail laws, and you have more, you have rising murder rates in all these blue states, all these deep blue cities run by liberal Democrats for decades. Now, we have more than any other show chronicled abuse of the upper echelon of the FBI as it relates to Hillary Clinton, her email server, 33,000 emails. They even admit she committed crimes, but they did nothing. They didn't raid her house. Then she pays for a dirty dossier. The FBI is warned not to use it. It's political and it's not verified, but they lie before a FISA judge so they can backdoor spy on the Trump campaign and later the Trump presidency. The problem is nobody ultimately gets held responsible. And it's sort of like the conversation with Peter Strzok and Lisa Page. He's not going to win, is he? Uh, We'll stop that. It's it's not the role of a of a high ranking FBI official to stop the American people uh, from voting for the candidate of their choice and then say we, we we've got that's why we like your plan that yeah laid out in Andy's office. But, you know, it's like you need an insurance policy in the rare case that you might die at the age of 40. An insurance policy. So the FBI decides this guy, we don't like him. We don't, we're not going to let him be president. These top people at the FBI. And the problem is we haven't held them accountable. And this is what the American people see. Now we know that the FBI has had Hunter Biden's laptop. And we know the contents of that laptop, a lot of the contents. And we know that there's evidence, prima facie evidence of, of multiple crimes committed on that laptop. We also know that laptop implicates the president of the United States, Joe Biden himself. And people see, oh, so they'll raid Mar-a-Lago and Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, Hillary Clinton, every top Democrat, every FBI that agent that lied to FISA courts uh, and and didn't take the admonition of even people within their their own ranks not to use the information. And they got a free they they escape by. If any of you lie to a FISA court, I promise you, if you lie to a judge, you're going to jail. That's what happens. But not if you're a Democrat. So Americans, with a sense of fairness, now with all this new information about Senator Grassley and the letters to Christopher Ray and the letters to Merrick Garland demanding accountability for political bias influencing high-level investigations, especially out of the FBI's Washington, D.C. office. You know, why would we expect, somehow we think that the FBI 
who was not held accountable after they got away with everything with Operation uh, Crossfire Hurricane that, that they changed? They didn't change. You know, it's and now all these leaks from the White House. President Trump sharing on social media on his platform the declassification memorandum of materials related to the FBI's crossfire hurricane investigation. You know, did they fear that maybe Donald Trump had those documents at Mar-a-Lago? Could that have been an ulterior motive to get in there and get them? You know, it is um, ABC's now reporting that weeks after the raid that you have people vowing to publish damaging documents about the FBI's Russiagate investigation stored at the National Archives. I don't know whether they have them. I don't know whether, in fact, they've been given access to it. I have no idea. But it would be interesting, you know, this whole battle of a president has pretty broad powers in terms of declassification. And there's no, I'm not getting any straight answer in terms of the actual process that needs to be used. It seems like the president has the authority to declassify anything that he wants. Anyway, the DOJ claims they can't reveal details from the Mar-a-Lago affidavit because it would compromise the investigation's whistleblowers. Meanwhile, we know plenty about the claims uh, from 14 Grassley and Ron Johnson FBI whistleblowers. So you got Joe Biden's media protection squad, just like they had the candidate protection program, claiming that the Florida magistrate had no way of complying with demands to unseal the affidavit without exposing the whistleblowers involved and compromising the investigation. Well, I'm sure that's going to be redacted. Why is he given the full power and authority of redaction to the DOJ? Why doesn't the why don't Trump attorneys get a say in that as well? And why don't they argue it behind closed doors in front of the Obama donating Trump hating judge that issued the warrant in the first place? Anyway, the excuse they say is it prevents the FBI from releasing even a redacted version of the affidavit, which would explain what crimes they claim Donald Trump committed that warranted FBI rage agents to raid his home. And, of course, you know, you got the other double standard. General Flynn, yeah, uh, why, did, uh, why did they go in um, in the early days of the Trump White House when there's nothing but chaos going on? I sent them, Comey bragged, to take advantage of the chaos. And they went there under false pretenses. And then you have the raid at Roger Stone's house. And then you have the raid at Paul Manafort's house. Paul Manafort's book, I'm telling you, it's great. It just came out Tuesday. We had him on the program. It's called Political Prisoner. You know, persecuted, prosecuted, but still speaking out. That's him. Uh, but never silenced. Anyway, so we're going to watch very closely what happens with all of this. Um the FBI unit leading the Mar-a-Lago probe earlier ran discredited Trump-Russia investigation, according to another report out today, Real Clear Investigations, at the FBI division overseeing the investigation of Trump's handling of classified material at Mar-a-Lago uh, is also the focus of John Durham's investigations of the Bureau's alleged abuses of power and corruption and political bias during the Russiagate probe. The FBI's nine-hour 30-agent raid of the former president's estate as part of counterintelligence, a case run out of Washington, not out of Miami. Interestingly enough, we have an FBI bureau uh, in Miami. Why didn't they do it there? Why didn't they run it out of that office, the Miami field office? 
Anyway, according to an FBI documents and sources with knowledge of the matter, the Bureau's counterintelligence division led the 2016-2017 Russia collusion investigation. I mean, oh, so we got the same bad actors, maybe those that we haven't even heard of working on this case, yet again, another attempt to take down Donald Trump. You know what this is all about? I, I think Trump is right in this observation. Donald Trump sat down with all these people and said, what? All right, we're going to look into the legality of this uh, Judge Reinhardt and his ruling. We'll check in with Greg Jarrett and uh, David Schoen will join us later on. Dr. Oz, uh, it's amazing. We got another Biden uh, basement bunker candidate, and his name is John Fetterman, who won't answer a single question, who's only been seen twice since he had his stroke and is to the left of Bernie Sanders and the media in Pennsylvania is giving this guy a pass. And that's got to stop. And if they won't do their job, we'll do it for them, like we always often have to do. These races are too important in Georgia, Florida, North Carolina, South Carolina, New Hampshire. Uh, we got to pay attention to Ohio, Pennsylvania, uh, Missouri, Arizona, Nevada. These Senate races matter. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. 